I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This is Click, 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 or Don't. Very simply, here's the headline. Are you interested in clicking or not? All right, time to play Click or Don't Click, a fun way. We take our tour around our wide, wide world of sport. We find out what is trending at 10.05 a.m. on this uh, 4th of July Sunday holiday weekend by the headlines. Uh, Our producers lead the way, Tom and Joe. If it's a headline um, I fancy, then we click it and we find out what the heck is going on. Gentlemen, what you got? Well, Anita, we find ourselves in a predicament this morning because we say click or don't click is about stuff that's trending typically. And typically (laughs) someplace I would go to look is, yes, Twitter. But... Unfortunately, in the words of Elon Musk, We suck. Say that again, Torts. We suck. Yes, Twitter does suck because he has put rate limits on tweets in the past day because I guess his company is breaking down and Twitter's breaking down. I don't know exactly what's going on, but again, We suck. Yes, Twitter does suck, Torts. Thank you. Wait, I'm sorry. Elaborate? This is news to me. This is the first I'm hearing about this. What happened now? So, Elon Musk, you know, I'm going to pull up the tweet. Hopefully, I didn't exceed my rate limit. Give me one second, Anita. (laughs) Hmm, let me play this. (laughs) I love when when Joe laughs in the background. (laughs) All right, I found it. really cute. All right, I found it. So, Uh he said, to address extreme levels of data scrapping and system manipulation, we've applied the following temporary limits. Verified accounts are limited to reading 6,000 posts per day. Unverified accounts, 600 posts per day. New unverified accounts, 300 per day. Now, I believe he did boost that to about 8,000 or 10,000 or something like that, meaning unverified accounts such as myself, um, at TommyB369, by the way, just a shameless plug, uh, can see about 800 to 1,000 posts a day, I believe. So, a.k.a., yesterday when I was at the beach trying to see what the latest NBA free agency news was going on, I got the message that rate limit was exceeded on Twitter, please try again later. I had no idea what was going on until I saw headlines saying that I can only view so many posts per day now because Elon Musk doesn't know how to make a proper functioning social media platform. So, just some uh, fun stuff going on on Twitter currently. But you said you were, so, so you said I, you were so unaware I'm only, of this, though. So I'm only going to be able to 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 see a, a select just a select number of tweets per day. That is correct. A select number of tweets per day. Once you see that, you will see rate limit exceeded, and you will not be able to see new tweets. And you can't even view the tweets that you've sent out in the past either, as I so unfortunately discovered yesterday. What? I don't... Oh, wow. Okay, this is big news. Oh, it sure is. In the wise this is this is This is big news in, in, in our industry. It's, like, it's huge because... Twitter, Twitter. I mean, Twitter really, uh, it has become the platform that breaks news in our industry. So, and, and just FYI, side note, um, Elon now is, is if, you know, 
again, I need to read more into this so I could fully understand the dynamic here. But, you know, there's a lot of people um, who make a lot of money um, at their job and what they do based on the number of tweets people um, are, are viewing, you know? Um, you yeah. Know, that- in, in, quote unquote influencers. Um it's also kind of a problem for producers when you have to look at news and send news out, and you can't do that because I can't see the latest news because uh, Twitter is down. Elon's response, by the way, mm. was mm. Um, not that his system is broken and that the app is broken. He just said pretty much, I'm doing this so people can touch grass. Go touch grass. That's pretty much his response, a.k.a. his app is broken and he doesn't want to admit it yet. What do you mean touch grass? So he's just telling people— Go outside. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy the uh, smoke-polluted airs from the Canadian wildfires, if I may. Wow. This is huge. Yeah. How, was I not a- how was I not aware of this? This, well, is a- this is an entire—this is like a segment. If your rate limit exceeded yesterday, you would have no idea, so. And, and that's another thing. You don't, you don't know? You well, don't know if you, if you have exceeded? Well, you don't know until you know. Unless you're keeping, you don't ten- know until you yeah, know. Unless oh, so they they don't give you a count. Like, no. hey, you are you like you no, are. No, there's like- not a counter on the side of your phone on the side of your screen saying you have you know 150 tweets left before your rate limit exceeds. It just when you hit that limit, goodbye. So what? You can't even get on Twitter once you hit that limit. Well, you, you can get e- on Twitter, but you you will see a bar across all of your platforms except for i believe your mentions and your dms but and i I don't know if it works for like if you search up woge in the search bar on twitter if you can like see his tweets from that but you can't see the tweets that you that are usually on your timeline the tweets that you've posted in the past you can see your mentions and you can see your dms but that is it now let me ask you those that are verified are is are they is that different do they get more? They get more. I, I, I think it's 6000 per day. But even still, I, I don't really feel like paying for Twitter Blue just to see more tweets on my timeline. And supposedly this is temporary, I would like to point out. But we don't know exactly how long it'll be temporary or if he'll just make this a completely new feature on Twitter and then I'll abandon Twitter. But that's a whole different uh, topic for another day. And again, it, the verified and unverified limits did go up. I don't know the exact amount because I don't want to exceed my rate limit. But I know at one point it did go up to 8,800. Um, I think it may have ro- risen again, but I cannot confirm that. Uh, wow. So um, very, very interesting. I, and, and I would imagine um, maybe this is more of a motivational uh situation or decision to make so that people will will pay to be verified quite possibly but in the right? wise words of don lagreca to close this out i flush it exactly wow gosh okay well good i mean listen uh horrible news but good to know so there's that what else do you guys have in other news are you interested in a wimbledon finalist returning to play in this year's wimbledon Absolutely. Let's go. I, let, hold on. Wait. Let me go grab my strawberries and cream. What you got? So Nick Kyrgios will play in this mm. year's Wimbledon, although he had question marks going into this year's tournament because of knee surgery last November. He's only played one match since his knee surgery, and that was in November. So this will be his first major 
since his knee surgery. And again, he was a finalist last year, obviously losing to Novak Djokovic in the final. So maybe Nick Kyrgios can make a run on the grass. Wow. I, I hear Venus is going to play, right? Venus is going to play at Wimbledon as well. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Djokovic is uh, going to, what, 20, what is this? He's looking for his 24th Grand Slam? 24, yes. Uh, 24 or 25. Let me double check that right now. Yeah, twenty. I think 24, um, which he's just a magician on grass. Uh, so we know that. Yeah, he's going for his 24th solo Djokovic, yep. right? So 24th Grand Slam title. And defending so, Wimbledon as well. Yeah. Um, I had Julio, Julia El Baba on the show with me on, I want to say it was Friday night, previewing Wimbledon. And, and, and I was asking her, you know, what is it? Because I've, I've never played tennis on grass before. Uh, so I asked her, you know, what is it? What is what makes it so uh, unique that you've got a number of professional tennis players that just thrive and dominate on grass and she was explaining, a former tennis pro herself, she was ex- just explaining how, you know, the, the, the speed of the ball, it slows down and, um, and how the grass like, manipulates uh, how, how the, the ball reacts. And so there is, and this is really interesting. I asked why, you know, why, why aren't we seeing a lot more Americans dominate uh, Wimbledon? And she said, the United States, we just don't have a lot of grass courts here like they do in, in England, like they do in, in other, in other countries. We just don't have a lot of, you know, the majority of courts here in the United States are clay. We don't have grass. So until there's uh, more uh, accessibility to grass courts in throughout the United States, Americans are, are, will never dominate uh, Wimbledon. So I thought, thought that was interesting. Uh, You guys got one more you could share. What else is trending? I sure do. So what I can see is some NBA deals before I exceed my rate limit that did take place that we haven't hit upon necessarily yet. And I'll just kind of rattle through some of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, we had DeMontis Sabonis agreeing to a contract extension with the Sacramento Kings for five years, $217 million for the big man out in Sacramento. LaMelo Ball and the Hornets agreed on a five-year max rookie extension. I'm trying to see the amount of money right now. I cannot see it, but it is a lot of money. I believe in excess of $200 million yet again. Uh, Disgraced Grizzly, if I may, Dylan Brooks, has signed a deal with the Houston Rockets. Four years at $80 million. Uh, The 27-year-old is now going to Houston uh, to join the young nucleus they've got there. And another one I've got for you is the Clippers bringing back Russell Westbrook on a two-year, $7.8 million deal, possibly the last deal that Russell Westbrook will sign in his NBA career. That's just speculation on my part. Nothing that I know is confirmed on that. Again, just speculation. And, of course, here we are. We're, we're quote-unquote, only in day three of the NBA free agency and still a lot a lot of deals have been made when we get back I'll bring you up to speed on you know what I I think we really need to pay attention to what's going on with the Lakers by the way Uh, I'll share that with you also I'll share some odds uh, right now what are the odds makers saying in regards to the deals that have excuse me that have been done and potentially um, might get done uh, coming up so we'll look at that and uh, and we have Tommy Beer who's going to be joining us um talking more about the Knicks and more 
it's so funny. I had somebody, somebody just tweeted, by the way, because I went to Twitter right away when you were telling me what, what's, what's going on. And somebody said, you know, there are two NBA teams here in New York. You know, there are the Nets. Why aren't you talking about the Nets? What, there's no storyline around. Like, what are the, what's the storyline? Okay, they, they re-signed Cam Johnson. Okay. I, like, am I wrong here? Like, there is, there's, there's not a lot of buzz going on right now with the Nets. Actually, you're not interested in uh, Dennis Smith Jr. signing on with the Knicks, or signing on with the Nets, or the Nets trading away Patty Mills to Houston, which then they flipped him in the Brooks sign-in trade, and he's now in Memphis as well. Uh, what else happened with, with my Nets in the past couple of uh, couple of hours? I think it was just the Cam Johnson, Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, the, the Cam Mills Johnson, the oh, Cam Watanabe Johnson to left. me. Watanabe the... is in Phoenix now. So he'll oh, okay. have a Bruce Brown type run with the Phoenix Suns next year. But for like for me, the biggest news is Cam Johnson, right? Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. It, it's yeah. a move that had to happen. And as a net fan, I'm relieved that we can now build around Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges. So there's that. Yay. But other than that, like, uh, let me ask you, Joe, as, as a Nets fan, like, are you offended that we spend – you know, 85 to 90 percent of our time talking about the Knicks over the Nets whenever we do talk NBA. Do you do you find that offensive as, as a Nets fan? No. And any Nets fan that, you know, voices their displeasure on Twitter, call in and don't spend 20 seconds complaining that we're not talking Nets. If you want to talk Nets, call us. We'll take your calls and, and we'll talk Nets. So, so there, uh, and, and, and full disclosure, Joe, you guys know this. I always tell my producers, open mic, you guys can open your mic and talk anytime. You don't have to wait for me to call on you. Um, if you, if you ever wanted to say, Hey, Anita, what about the nets? I'd be like, okay, what about like, I am open to talk about the nets. It's just, is, are the nets going to move the needle? Are the nets going to generate call? All right. This is your opportunity. Nets fans. 800-919-3776. Call in the show. You want to talk about your nets? Just like Joe said, call in the show. Let's talk about your nets. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Happy 4th of July weekend to everybody out there. Hopefully you've got Monday off. Uh, Tuesday's going to be fun. Uh, I'm actually heading out to Quag uh, on uh, on the 4th, uh, hanging out there, um, barbecuing, um, hopefully finding some pickleball court. Anybody knows uh, some pickleball por- courts out there at Quag? Uh, hit me up. Let me know. Um 
you know, I'm, uh, I travel with all my pickleball gear. <laughs> so I had somebody, I had a friend whose, uh, whose husband listens to me on the radio. So I'm, I'm heading out to play pickleball today at 1230 when I get off the show. And so I guess, uh, her husband said, Oh, uh, Anita is foregoing watching Ricky Fowler potentially win his tournament to go play pickleball. And so, and so she texts that to me, Oh, you're not going to watch Ricky Fowler over. And she knows nothing about sports or golf. So obviously her husband is feeding her this knowledge and this information. So my response to her was, well, I will be sure to be wearing orange. <laughs> so I, I will, I will be sporting my orange playing pickleball this afternoon. Thank you. You guys are good. You guys are, you guys are really good with the drops. I have to say, um, definitely earning your money, if not more today. So loving that. Um, but anyway, hoping everybody out there has a fantastic 4th of July and that you do have, I don't understand. I talked about this yesterday, Tom. I don't understand like 4th of July is on, on Tuesday. You're going to work on Monday. Majority, and I get it. Like, you know, still a lot of people, they still work from home. I'm going to be working. Um, I'm going to be preparing for our show on the 4th, which by the way, uh, we are on. Uh, I will be hosting in for the morning fellas from 6 to 10 a.m. on 4th of July morning. So be sure you tune in then. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's it's cool that we have like a really elongated, elongated uh, 4th of July weekend, which is cool. Um, 800-919-3776. Tommy Beer is going to be joining us momentarily uh, to continue to talk about about the Knicks and and also big picture. But I want to get your your calls in. Um, Again, I I threw out there, hey, Nets fans, (laughs) you want to come on board? Let's talk about it. Let's go to Peter in Brooklyn. He wants to talk about his Nets. Peter, welcome in. Good morning. Hi, Anita. Good morning. Uh, Huge fan. Uh, first time caller. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm a huge Nets fan from since like 2005. And no, you're right. The Nets haven't really warranted anything to, you know, talk about just other than Cam Johnson. And the only times that there have been things to talk about hasn't been bad stuff like Kyrie Irving issues, James Harden playoff performance, you know, Kevin Durant wanting to leave. So, you know, in a way, I prefer if we didn't talk about the Nets at all, we just kept building quietly. And hopefully we get back to being a good team. That, that's basically it. Yeah, so you're saying you you like your Nets under the radar. That's pretty much what you're saying, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because the only times we've talked about it, it's just been turmoil. And, you know, it's not really about the performance on the court. It's just off the court. And it's not really good. I hear you. I hear you. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Have fun, though. Pick up wall. Thank so um, it, when I heard about the trade, it, it bothered me that they they traded Toppin because I'm more of like trying to develop the young guys. And I think when they were in position to draft either Toppin or, uh, or the, the point guard, um, they went with the more talented guy, they thought. Okay. And then Randall was in the way. So I thought the immediate move was to trade Randall. Fine. They didn't trade him. They got a great year from Randall. So he was definitely – you could trade them then. They didn't do that. And now they were in position where now they have to get rid of one of those guys. They decided to go with the the guy that they drafted in the eighth pick. And the only thing that they could get is two second round picks. And then you trade them. You trade them to the conference. At least take something worse and trade them out of the conference. I got to see now this guy, when we play in the playoffs, the pace is going to be there. 
guaranteed they were going to be in our way. And I got to see Toppin running up and down the floor like Sotomayor. I, I, could, I could see it now. You guarantee it. I understand the move. You know what? The Knicks are probably a better team right now than they are last year, right? They had Toppin in there. But this is a typical Audi team. Guess what's going to happen in preseason? Write it down, Anita. Write it down. Guess what's going to happen? Randall's I'm, I'm gonna all get ears. Hurt. I'm all ears. Randall Go ahead. is going to get. Randall is going to get hurt. I'm telling you, Randall's going to get hurt. And they, yeah, like they, like you had the analyst, they're going to be light, slide in the in the uh, power forward spot, and they're going to be forced to play um, Barrett and uh, and Hart together. Watch, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And it's all because like Tibbs doesn't like that the young team. He the, the, the Knicks like. They hired a good coach, but they didn't like draft according to the system. That's the problem. And I think, honestly, I think my Jets are in the same predicament. They got an offensive team with a defensive-minded coach and a weak defense. Write it down. Same thing's gonna happen. Same thing with the Mets. All right. Thanks, Anita. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. You Have got fun. it. You got it, Artie. Throwing out that negative energy, dude. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who agree with you, but I just. Throwing out that negative energy. 800-919-3776. We'll continue to talk about the Knicks and their money moves. Uh, And we'll continue to take your calls. Uh, Also, uh, we will get to some Yankees talk and some Mets talk with you as well. Dr. Scott Ellis is going to join us at the top of the 11 o'clock hour um, with with an Aaron Judge injury. Uh, not necessarily an update because he's he's not the doctor for 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 judge, um, but just to get us more in the know. More in the know. That coming your way at eleven o'clock, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly—it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We got Tommy Beer who's joining us. Uh, you could find him on the What's on Top newsletter. Tommy, welcome in. Uh, a lot of uh, movers and shakers <laughs> right now happening, obviously, in the NBA free agency. The summer, which we know each and every year, is always a lot of fun. The Knicks making money moves as well. Toppin gone to the Pacers in exchange for two second-round future draft picks. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, now a part of the Knicks, four years, $50 million, uh, added to the slew of Villanova players now that are on this roster. Uh, your thoughts on the moves? Yeah, so I think it's important. Uh, first and foremost, it's disappointing when you draft a player eighth overall, uh, you know, mid-lottery pick, 
and then you have to dump them from two second rounders a, a couple, a few, three years later. There's there's no two ways around that. Um, that's a misallocation of management. You know, lottery picks are valuable in today's NBA. Um, that being said, I think it's important. And if the Knicks front office ever did actually speak with the media, I think their 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 kind of argument, their counter argument, would be: don't look at this as solely us trading away Obi Toppin for two second rounders. Look at it as in conjunction with the Dante DiVincenzo signing. In order to bring Dante DiVincenzo in, which we badly wanted to do, we had to clear out. Um, a, a roster, a, a rotation spot, because obviously Tibbs only wants to play nine guys, and if you bring in DiVincenzo, there's, there would be an odd man out somewhere. So um, in order to facilitate the, the move uh, of bringing in DiVincenzo, you had to clear up that spot, uh, not necessarily the cap room, although it helps you get under the hard cap if you get into the kind of the nuts and bolts of the new CBA is important. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of the, my would be my understanding of the Knicks' rationale for these kind of moves. Uh, this this pair of moves made on Saturday. Um. So so big picture here. Let's go one step further. I don't believe that the Knicks are done. Curious if you do. You know, there's still talk out there potentially Paul George Towns. You know, I would love to see see Damian Lillard, but news today is that his number one team of choice is the Miami Heat. How frightening that would be if he aligns himself with. Um, of course, Jimmy Butler and Bam. Uh, but, you know, realistically, uh, James Harden, how could I forget him, right? Uh, with the Woj bomb that was released two days ago, uh, that uh, the Knicks are could be one of the teams in conversation with a trade with the 76ers. Um, what, what, realistically, what are some of the deals out there that you can foresee the Knicks making and some of the names out there that Knicks fans need to keep an eye on? Yeah, of the names that are out there now, uh, specifically, you mentioned Harden. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, Dane Lillard is going to kind of dominate the conversation this weekend. Um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think those are realistic possibilities for the Knicks. One, because the Knicks smartly understand that in this new, as the kind of the dawn of this new collective bargaining agreement, taking on a contract for a player like Carl Anthony Towns, who is good, but not worth the $60 million he'll be paid in a few seasons, um, is bad business, basically a bad allocation of your team's resources. Um, the Dame Lillard situation is complicated by the fact that the Knicks have Brunson, who really exceeded any and all expectations on an incredibly team-friendly value contract, one of the best contracts in the NBA, so there's not a fit there. Harden is just not a guy I would want uh, as part of my franchise. Uh, part of my franchise, I kind of lump him in with the, the Kyrie Irvings of the world. I'd prefer to have guys like Brunson, um, unselfish players who are committed to playing the right way, don't cause you headaches on and off the floor. Harden's a guy that's demanded a trade from three different franchises within the past two years. I don't see that as a fit. Uh, with the culture and, you know, just the, the way the Knicks are trending in the right direction, um, you know, valuing, you know, player flexibility, roster flexibility, um, staying, you know, not taking on high contract guys and valuing, um, you know, th- their draft capital. I don't see that as a move they're, they're going to be making. Now, that, that being said, they are going to keep an eye on guys like Joel Embiid. Should he ever get tired of the situation in Philadelphia? He's a player I think the Knicks – could and should go, you know, all in for, you know, push their chips to the middle of the table. Luka Doncic is another name you may hear if things don't work out with Kyrie. Giannis is kind of, you know, there's rumblings that, you know, eventually that, you know, he's going to have to sign a, a new max contract with the Bucks if he delays. Knicks would be in position to kind of. So that's kind of the Knicks thinking, in my opinion, keep our powder dry, 
in years past, for the last 15, 20 years or so, the Knicks would have been happy to settle for any superstar, regardless of age or, uh, you know, potentially a player in decline, regardless of salary. Now, because of the, their, their situation as kind of a team on the upward rise, they can be a little selective. So I think that works in their favor. Uh, Tommy Beer joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. So what you're saying is Knicks fans uh, be somewhat excited about this season, but really next year is the year that you feel the Knicks are going to go all out. Right. I I mean, there's, there's, there's a number, there's a number of people that feel that way as well. So you're, you're kind of, you're in that ball club. Yeah. And even if it's not next year, maybe it's the year after that. You know, I think they, Leon Rose, to his credit, has done a good job for years. It was all in or bust. You know, you put all your, you know, you hope LeBron James chooses you. You hope Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving sign with you. And if it doesn't, you're, you're, you're a 20 win team. The way the Knicks are currently constructed, they can compete. Obviously, just made it to the second round of the playoffs. We're a couple wins away from potentially getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and playing, a, you know, maybe making an NBA Finals run while also keeping that flexibility should the next, you know, superstar, big-name superstar that fits the Knicks roster, the NMB, the Giannis-type guy, they'll be in position to capitalize on that as well. So they're straddling the fence in, in some respects. That can be um, – that that's not a great way to go. But I, I think considering where the Knicks have been and where the Knicks are going, I, I think they're in a good direction. Um, okay, so with that being said, realistically, what do you expect for the Knicks this season? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking – they add one or two pieces. Nothing truly outstanding. Um, you know, I, 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 like, I like this roster. I think they learned a lot from their run last season. Um, you know, how competitive do you expect them to be this coming season in the East based on, on, on all the moves that also the East have made, right? KP going to Boston. Yeah, very interesting. And, I, and obviously a wide-open Eastern Conference, as you mentioned, the Knicks and every team in these has to be fearful of Miami getting their hands on Lillard. Um, it sounds like the Blazers are going to play hardball and not just take the low ball offer that the, you know, Dame said he wants to go to the Heat. So whatever the Heat, the best package they feel comfortable giving us, we're going to accept it, swallow hard, and kind of move on. Fortunately for the Knicks fans, for Celtics fans, for Buck fans, it sounds like um, GM of, uh, of Portland, Joe Cronin, has basically said, listen, we understand Dame wants to go. All things being equal, we're going to you know do what's best you know in his best interest, but we're going to prioritize what's in the best interest of the franchise. So it sounds like they're not content with a package based on Tyler Hero, um, you know Kyle Lowry's contract, and you know a 2028 and 2030 draft pick. So that's good news for the Knicks. Um, and, and so in that context, with, with the wide open East. I don't think there's any reason why the Knicks will enter next season not being, you know, not expecting to be a top six, a top five, a top four team, maybe get home court in the first round um, and, and, and a team that can advance to the second round. And once you get to the second round, as we know, as, as Miami proved, uh, you know, anything is kind of open, you know, all possibilities are open. So um, I think they're going to be a team that with the addition of DiVincenzo, um, we'll see if they don't make any other moves, as you know, they're probably going to have to rely on Josh Hart playing a lot of minutes at backup power forward with Obi Toppin no longer there. Um, how will uh, how will Hart kind of handle uh, that pounding on a night to night basis? Maybe R.J. Barrett gets some minutes. Maybe they make a move for a backup power forward in free agency. Uh, Paul Paul Reed from Philadelphia is a name that's kind of been bandied about. Um, so we'll see how the Knicks kind of flesh out this roster. But they do have 14 players under contract. Um, and they do have Julius Randle. you got to hope that he continues uh, to play at an all-NBA or all-star level, at least during the regular season. And the real reason for hope from, from a Knicks fan perspective is you have a, a point guard 
um, that is really one of the top point guards in the NBA, established himself as an elite player um, this past season, especially the postseason. That's Jalen Brunson, kind of a, the, the cornerstone of your franchise. Um, last question for you, Tommy, before we let you go. Big picture. Uh, again, we're hearing that Lillard, his main uh, number one team landing spot is the Miami Heat. Um, we've seen what the Lakers, Lakers bringing the band back, right? Uh, D'Lo, Hachimura, Reeves, adding some other pieces as well. Um, then you've got uh, Draymond Green re-upping with the Golden State Warriors. Now you've got Chris Paul coming off the bench as the sixth man for them. Uh, some very intriguing moves that I think have made all those teams better, of course, if in fact the Miami Heat do end up with, with Lillard. What do you feel, what team do you think has improved the most that now you have your eye on moving into this coming NBA season? Good question. I think, you know, again, the Nuggets are the defending champs, so we'll, we'll, we'll place them as the odds on favorite. I thought the Bucks bringing back Middleton and, and Brooke Lopez was essential. Um, I'll probably have them as my odds on favorite. Obviously, they, those were guys that were on the roster last year, um, but the team wasn't fully healthy for the entire season. Assuming those guys all remain healthy, um, they'll be my pick to come out of the East. Um, I like what the Celtics did in terms of adding Chris Epps-Porzingis, but I just get the feeling that parting ways, to me they, did, they weren't tough enough, um, you know, basically throughout the, the postseason run and parting ways with Marcus Smart. Um, I don't see how a team improves when you, when you trade away a guy that was so important to helping you win basketball games. Um, so all those things, you know, kind of factored in. Um, and, and in terms of biggest improvement, it's probably not a contender. Um, I, I would say the Rockets are probably have the, the chance of, of going from, you know, in terms of win totals, um, increasing their win total by the much. I don't love some of their, their periphery signings. Dylan Brooks making $80 million, Jock Landale, 32. Um, but I do like the Fred Van Bleet signing, um, even though it was a max contract, probably overpaid a little bit. When you bring a veteran, kind of an adult in the room uh, to mentor those young guys, I think uh, it was a smart move for the Rockets. Great stuff, Tommy. Really do appreciate your time here on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Fourth of July weekend to you. My pleasure, Nita. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Aren't there like, would you say over under 10 songs in life that when it comes on, you're just like, you're immediately like you get up and you start dancing? 10's a good number. I would say maybe slightly over, but that's a comprehensive list I've yet to put together. But I know what you mean. I'd go over on that, too, but if we're talking about wedding songs, Come On Eileen uh, definitely has to be there. Every wedding I've uh, been to in my life, Come On Eileen has gotten the people going. Take note, me, Peter Rosenberg. Let me tell you, I'm at a wedding. Somebody plays Pour Some Sugar on me. Watch out. Watch out. Things get pretty dicey. Um, all right, let's take a look at some of the futures odds out there in the NBA. In the Eastern Conference, Boston Celtics right now, plus two. 215. Again, I am not sold on the Christos Porzingis trade. Not for me, baby. I love Marcus Smart going to Memphis, to be quite frank. The Bucks 3 to 1, the Miami Heat 4 to 1. I would jump on this right now because if they do get Damian Lillard, interesting. Uh, do you th- guys, do you think that the Miami Heat jump in front of the Boston Celtics as the favorite to win the East if they get Lillard? I certainly believe they do. I think the the Heat are the favorite now. I I I am not a f- uh fan of this Christos Porzingis trade at all especially trading your heart and soul in Marcus Smart. So even now, even with losing Struess and Vincent, I don't think the Heat are going to stand pat. I, I do think that they're going to take 
Jimmy Butler's advice and give their all for a Damian Lillard trade, but there's still some pieces that they can maneuver around and I think still stay as the favorite in the East, but if they get Lillard for sure, they are the favorites in the Eastern Conference. The Cavs 10 to 1, the Knicks right now at 18 to 1. The Nets, all you Nets fans out there, want to make sure you feel included, 18 to 1. The Nets in the West, Nuggets favored, no surprise there, plus 250. The Suns at plus 330. They add Beal uh, to their mix. And so now they have a big three in Phoenix. Uh, The Golden State Warriors, interesting to me. I do like them, especially with Chris Paul coming off the bench as the sixth man. Plus 650 in the Lakers, plus 750. Dallas, Kyrie Irving returning there, 12 to 1, does nothing for me. And I do like the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, at 13 to 1 as well. Let's get your calls. 800 3776. Jason in the Bronx, welcome in. Hi, Anita, can you hear me? Yeah, welcome in. Hi, how are you on this uh, fine Sunday morning? Great, thank you. So I have a couple of points that I wanted to, to kind of bring up. So I feel like between some of the callers that I've been hearing on your show and then you know, of course, Nick's Twitter is always a fun place to be. I feel like a lot of people are a little bit disgruntled with, you know, this OB move. I personally, I, I, I'm fine with him not being on the team. I feel like nothing, he, I feel like he didn't really do anything particularly well. I feel like very athletic, but not really like a knockdown shooter. Didn't really seem to have a, a go-to move. Like, I feel like he kind of relied on athleticism and, you know, if he if he goes to Indiana and proves me proves everyone wrong and he becomes a star, then you know I'll eat my words. But I I, I personally am okay with it. However, the two second round picks, I just for someone you drafted eighth overall, I, I just I I don't know how they think that's acceptable. I I, I don't know if it's just I I don't know how you do that. I, honestly, as, a, as Sitting in Leon Rose's seat, I, I I don't get that. I don't know how that happened, honestly. I don't know if you would agree. It's that seems insane to me. What? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. What What would you like at the end of the day? What would you like to see the Knicks do before the free agent so, frenzy is over? Sure. So, what makes me nervous is I would think Obi would have been a good piece in a trade package. So getting rid of him to pick is kind of weird to me, and that makes me think that maybe they are done because I would think he would be a nice addition to whatever you know whatever player you might be going after. Um, assuming they are still in on some players, um, he, I think I think you said it before. I think Paul George is the he's the exact type of player we need. However. I think you were mentioning potentially what they were asking for, which I think is like completely ludicrous. I don't know how they expect to get that much more for someone who's going on 34 who has injury issues. I don't even know how that is realistic, to be quite honest. So I think that's kind of – I mean, I wouldn't do that if that's, exact, if that's what they were asking for. Um, I personally – no, I don't think it's been mentioned. I think Zion is – I think – go after him 10 out of 10 if he were available. I think Zion, I think Embiid would be nice. Um, I, like, there are certain players, like Giannis, I maybe gauge the temperature with Luka. I don't know if he's particularly thrilled when it comes to, you know, the re-signing of Kyrie. Um, but again, those are all, 
I think those are all a stretch. But honestly, anybody else, I I don't know if they really do it for me. I don't think anyone else really pushes you over besides those guys. So if they decide to run it back, I could live with that. I still think it's a very good team. Um, but I, I think they have been doing that. I think you need to be selective here, especially with, you know, and most teams probably wanting a couple of first-round picks. I think you got to make sure it's the right move. Um, but I think it, I, I think the selection is limited. I think you really only go for the guy that will absolutely kind of push you over the edge, if, 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 you, know, if you will. Um, Here's – yeah, Jason, appreciate the phone call. Here's my only reservation with Zion. He, he's another guy that can't stay healthy, right? Um, and, and this was the concern, him coming out of Duke. And it's the concern has held true. I'm, I'm sure that there are a number of Knicks fans out there who who feel blessed that the Knicks didn't get the number one overall pick and drafted Zion. Um, and so I, I'm I'm just I am fading Zion until he can show me, you know, that he can stay healthy for a complete season and be there when it matters, especially in the postseason. Let's go to Sal in Brooklyn. Sal, you're up. No, Anita. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, over over under on music ten. Easy. You can go 20 with music, especially for a guy my age. You know, I, I was just going to say, Sal, you're, you're, you're a little older than the average bear. So um... Absolutely. So 10 is easy. <laughs> 10 is a, like, a, like a gimme. You know, right, like a, right. a one footer where they say, pick it up. Don't even bother. I understand, but I'm de- my, my, producers, my producers are in their, their 20s. So, I know, yeah. I know. It's okay. It's, that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of everybody calling in. All ages, all, all makes and models, you know, no different than cause. So, hey, you know, with, with the Knicks, it's very simple. Like this previous caller, maybe they could have gotten more for Obi. Right now, there's, every GM is out there looking, saying, this guy really hasn't showed much. So you can't, just because we anticipated a lot with that first-round pick, it didn't come to fruition here. You wish him well if he does go somewhere else. Here, he's not going to get the playing time. Uh, Barrett showed a lot in the playoffs. So that's the guy you could sell right now, sell him high. It's not going to matter, Barrett, because you got Brunson. It's just, there's so many moves that Nixon can make right here. Is it going to be the kid in Philly, the center? Because that's where we got abused by Miami. Adebayo abused us in the middle with both our centers. So we got our good guard play. We're going to get our 25-10 from Randall. You still need that one more player. Is it going to be the big man? Is it going to be maybe Luke? Maybe, uh, again, you could throw five million picks out there. You'll never know what can happen until you stub that toe in the water to see how cold it is. So then it's got a shot to do something. They're going to run it back. Quigley you can get rid of for no money. Uh, Grimes you can get rid of for no money. RJ signed to a decent contract. He's still young enough where there's interest in teams. With some draft picks, you can bring something in on board that can be the heavyweight you're looking for. You bring that Tyson in that's going to really put this team and make them real contenders. Right now, we know they're pretenders. They really can't take you over the top, but they'll give you good seasons and enjoyable basketball. Uh, Boston lost smart. That's the engine that runs the train. You can have everything. Dallas got rid of Brunson, and look where they went with better talent than what New York had, and now Boston does the same thing. Porzingis. Forget him, man. He's a stick in this league. Anybody can throw up a J. But if you can't create for yourself and make others around you better, sayonara, man. So I ain't worried about Boston. Hopefully the Knicks have enough in draft picks, enough in young youth, enough in cheap contracts where they're lucrative. Other teams will say, you know what? Now we can talk, and that heavyweight comes over this way. But we'll see. Just patience, people. Sal, uh, appreciate the phone. Always a pleasure. 
<laughs> you got it, Sal. Appreciate the phone call. Love to hear your voice. Happy 4th of July to you and yours. You mentioned sticking the toe in the water. We're going to talk about the toe, that one toe of Aaron Judge. Dr. Scott Ellis from HSS, Hospital Special Surgery, is going to join us next. Um, you know, just get, giving us, getting us more in the know in regard to Aaron Judge's toe injury. And, uh, and does he feel we will see Aaron Judge back in action this season? That next here on 98.7 ESPN.